episode of I Call Next, where a group of guys from the D.C. suburbs call next on all the biggest sports topics of the week. NFL free agency. This shit was wild last week. Yeah, so I think we did we did cover a lot of a lot of the agency, uh, a lot of those pickups last week. I think once we spawned off with Doc Prescott, we had a lot of uh, Patriots signings. We had a lot of those go into it. And then there's still a lot of outstanding free agents. So kick us off. What do we got? In my opinion, there's a clear winner in free agency thus far, and they just bolstered their position maybe 20 minutes before we started this episode. The New York Giants, dude, they are going at it with the free agent signings. Odori Jackson, arguably, in my opinion, was a very late free agent because we didn't even know he was being released until free agency was underway. Um, he's the number one corner out of all this bunch. And they Giants just got the man. The league welcomes this year's rookie class, and that will go down April 29th. I agree with her, man. Um, Three-year deal, 40 mil, so it's not cheap. Actually, it's kind of cheap. It's actually not bad. But don't even worry about him. They got the number one receiver, Kenny Galladay. They got John overpaid. Ross, the Cincinnati receiver. They may have overpaid him, 18 they, mil annual a year. The reason I say that is because uh, Juju went back to Seattle for eight. Well, he took a pay cut to go back. Yeah, I know. He got offered more, but he wanted to go back to stay with Pittsburgh. So that's on him. You know, if Fair you're enough. Willing, um, if you're willing to just – Give up money, then you're giving up money. Dude, they got Kyle Rudolph to be their tight end number two. John Ross, who's been a bust, but he's a speedster. He, they're going to use him as a weapon. They re-signed Leonard Williams. And like I said, Adoree Jackson may be the biggest signing out of all of them. I'm happy with what Washington has done. Um, but in hindsight, looking at what the Giants have done, the Giants are killing it. JK, so, back me up. The biggest problem that I have with that is – Number one, I do agree. Kenny Galladay, we all – I know I've lusted over him. Gogia's lusted over him and all that kind of stuff. But not for $18 million. Not for $18 million. Not for $18 million. I'm fine. You can right. have him. They, they overpaid a guy that no doubt is probably the best wide receiver after Alan Robinson and Chris Godwin um, in this free agency class. And personally, he's the most injury prone out of those the three of those guys. Yep. So – I'm glad that Washington didn't make those big splashes that the Giants did. But also look at the guys that the Giants did sign, like Kenny Galladay. You know, he, he's freak, very good, but frequently injured. Um, John Ross, frequently injured. Uh, so, like, those guys don't necessarily scare me. Like, they the should. Ones that scare Have me. you played with John Ross and Madden? This ain't Madden, though. But you can't not, catch them. No, that's catch fine. That's fine. All but he has to stay on the year, field. Right? But they only also signed him to one year. Yeah, yeah. But that's all they're, they're, they're going. They're making a run for it right now. Well, they, they have to make a run for it because this is Daniel Jones' last year. Daniel Jones, this is Daniel Jones's prove it year. No, oh, he's oh, yeah. He's under contract year. more than just this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. No, but but I'm a, this I'm, is the year that they have to decide whether or not they're going to give him the fifth year option. Yeah, but I'm agreeing with you, Arash, in the sense of they they should make these signs. They should make the run at the day. It's a one year. It's only a one year uh, one year deal. So why not? Dude, I think they got the number one receiver in free agency. Sure, they overpaid for him. I think they got the number one corner in free agency. I like William Jackson, the Washington signing, but for the same money, three year thirty nine for Dory, three year forty point five for William. I may take a Dory. They got the number one defense alignment. It was their own player, but they re signed Leonard Williams. I think they got the three of the number one free agent signings in each of their respective positions. 
Um, Devontae Booker, backup running back to Saquon because Saquon got injured last year. So they want a solid number two. Devontae Booker is a solid number two. Like he was a guy people were drafting in fantasy football in like second round. And now they got him as a number two running back on their depth. Um, Giants are making a run. I was going to say to begin this episode that with Washington signing, I'm not a huge Ryan Fitzpatrick, but he's better than um, who they had on their roster before. I was going to say they put themselves at number two in the NFC East behind Dallas. Now with what Giants have done, I think Washington falls back to number three. I think Giants I are arguably the think, number one. I don't I, think Daniel I Jones is that good. Yeah. I just don't think Daniel Jones is that good. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is just as good as Daniel Jones, in my opinion. I think they're very equal. I still think that Washington has the number one defense in the division. Obviously, we don't know what we're going to get with the offense with Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's going to be hit and miss. And I still don't think that we have the weapons that we need on offense in order to make a successful run, even with signing Curtis Samuel and having our players develop for another year. Like we don't have enough on offense on defense. I think we're stacked. No doubt about that. And there even, there's even talks now that like Ryan Kerrigan may end up resigning because no one's really offering him a starting job. So why there's would he- a reason though? I don't want to sign him. There's a reason no one's offering him a job. Cause he's, he's busted. Yeah, that's fine. I get it, but he's still Wait. getting sacks, man. For three million dollars, if he came back for three million dollars, I'd I'd hand him the check myself. Not I'd my donate three million dollars. <laughs> um, low key, a, a very low key signing that has gone under the radar that I'm a huge fan of. I wish it didn't happen because it goes to a team I hate. Keanu Neal, former safety out of Florida, signed with the Dallas Cowboys, one year deal. He's gonna play linebacker. He is mm. gonna kill it at that position. If you don't know who Keanu Neal is. Go and just Google his highlights. The guy, unfortunately, has been injury prone early on in his career. He was a killer at Florida, a killer playing safety. He had an okay career thus far at Florida at the Atlanta Falcons, but again, injury prone. He's yeah, got him for be, one, yeah, it's similar to the Giants, right? We got him for a one-year, five-mil deal. Like, let's do it. Dude, that guy, when he hits, he's a hammer. Um, they're making him play this hybrid linebacker position. I think it's going to work out. Um, I think it's going to be a, a good play for them because they needed someone at that weak linebacker position. And I think that's where they're going to put them. Yeah. I think they're the goal with that is more to have that hybrid approach. Like Dwayne Buchanan, like a couple years ago, um, you see it way more popular now, especially in like those nickel and dime packages mm-hmm. uh, where you need to like those faster linebackers. Right. Um, yeah, like, personally, I feel like other than, obviously, they signed Dak, they have all this money tied up into their big three. So Dallas is going to be fairly quiet because of that. Right. And I think that's just kind of leading that approach of, like, we're going to be very quiet, but everyone's forgetting that Dallas has that stacked offense. Right? Dallas is the team to beat in the NFCs. Dallas is the team to beat. Like, yeah, as long as they can stay healthy, they're the team to beat. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You mean that Dak Prescott comes back and plays like he's supposed to play, right? Yeah. That's the contingency. Yeah. Cowboys even, if he misses, even if he misses two games, I mean, it's not the end of the world, right? Not missing games. It's about will he come back to the level of what he can be versus a mediocre quarterback post-injury, right? Yeah. Let me – let we, we discussed briefly last week Patriots, right? And by then they had already signed Cam Newton, Aguilar, Bourne. They even had signed um, John U. Smith. At that time, they had not yet signed Hunter Henry. Yep. Three-year, $37.5 million. They got the two top tight end free agent targets um, in the same offseason. 
And it's clear that what Bill Belichick is trying to do, right? He's trying to go back to the Rob Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez days. And Which worked. Double tight end, yeah. Well, yeah, it definitely works. You dictate what the defense does, right? When you go heavy with two good tight ends, you have to make the defense decide, are we going to put a nickel corner in there because these tight ends can run and we need a guy to keep up? If the defense does that, you run the ball down their throat because a nickel corner is not a linebacker who can tackle as well. But if the defense stays in their base defense and they have that extra linebacker, well, then you pass. And these two tight ends can outrun any linebacker trying to keep up with them, except Keanu Neal, which is what the Giants are trying to fulfill there. Well, I, that's why I was hoping, at least for Washington, we'd get a second tight end. We needed one. Jeremy Sprinkle couldn't catch herpes in a whorehouse. That's how <laughs> bad Jeremy Sprinkle is, all right? I hate that guy. I used, to, I used to feel bad that his last name was Sprinkle, but no longer. I hate him. I hate He's, him. Uh, I just... I'm just like praying to God, like every single night before I go to bed, I pray to the football gods that for some reason, somehow Kyle Pitts falls to the Washington football team. Oh, at number nine. It's even... not possible. It's not possible. But I would love that. Sounds like you're praying the wrong way. <laughs> um, I'm praying that uh, Sewell from Oregon somehow falls because that would be huge. I'm hoping he falls. That man's not falling. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the um, what is it? The mock drafts they go five and six right now. So you never yeah. know. We're praying for like one off here, anyways, right now. So yeah, uh, man. Well, there's been there's been a lot of these obviously free agency signings, but I think the other large thing in the in the news that keeps getting worse and worse is the Deshaun Watson story, right? I His think trade value must be 13, 13 lawsuits now. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I definitely don't think that anyone's going to be trading for him anymore. And flat out, what I think is going to end up happening, if, if yet again, I'm throwing a giant if in there, because if he gets, let's say, actually caught for all this crap that he's getting accused for, I think the Texans are going to flat out cut him and he's going to get blackballed from the league. Yeah, if it's thirteen Old women, it's it's gonna be a Ray Royce, Ray Royce, Ray Rice, Ray Rice situation because thirteen, bro, like that's bad. So like, seeing that they do not take this very lightly, at, I mean, in all aspects of sports and you know, at the public level, they don't, they don't, they shun upon this. But we've seen football hit the hardest, right? Like, yeah. well, as well, they should shun it. Yeah. 100%. With all that, and yeah, I think he is super fucked right now. Agreed. Yeah. So, you know, like when when the first allegation came out, in my <laughs> head, I was thinking like, okay, what it sounds like is someone's chasing some money. If if you are really about trying to get the person that wronged you, you wouldn't flat out say, "Hey, give me a hush fee," right? And that's what Deshaun came out and said, like, "Hey." They came up to me first and said, hey, we're not trying to take this to trial. We will just give us some money, a six-figure settlement, and we'll, we'll stay hushed about it. To me, that sounded very fishy. fishy, right? And then, like, to come out with, like, six, like, 13 women on top of that, it's just like, okay, maybe it's a little bit more to the story than I originally thought. Well, it's almost like he was doing the 180 of that, right? He wanted it to be hushed because he probably was like, this might pop off and lead to exactly what it led to right now. Yeah. 
But like, I, I still do kind of find this to be a little fishy because of that approach that they came with and how Deshaun just easily brushed it off. Like you figure if someone is truly guilty of something like that and some like somebody's trying to throw your name in the dirt and trying to get you to like pay up a six figure settlement, like you, like if you are truly guilty, you may want to, Think about paying that off, right? Like, that's what a lot of these guilty people do. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's it's a difficult subject, right? There, we've seen we've seen so many people in the what last four or five years, where from professional athletes to actors to comedians to whatever it is, right? It's happened to a lot of them, and they all start the same way, where it all sounds like, oh, it's one person. They're like, oh, didn't do it. Wasn't me. Uh, and whichever way it goes, whether it's down the pay behind the back doors and don't pay right they're getting they're getting advice from lawyers and they're telling them what to do they're not just gonna say hey i you know i'm probably guilty so let me just go down this method right it's just whatever advice is given at that given time to salvage the name in the media is what they're doing and that's why i don't i i get what you're saying but i don't agree with this stigma of yeah that's you know if you're guilty you should do that it's just i mean it's a toss-up man it's it's a wild thing for the first one it seemed fishy in the second third then it was like four. It was like Bruh. 10. It just kept going. Like it was just Bruh. every couple of seconds. It was like, yeah, 13? When you're like bro, seven, you can't, eight, you can't 10, make 13. 12, 13. Huh? I was like, yeah, it's bad when you're going like four, five, six, 10, 13. You almost have an NBA roster going on. Arash, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think it's pretty hard to make 13 people purge themselves. <laughs> like at this point, at 13? If it can well, be done, it can be done by Arash Hamidi. Yeah. <laughs> the numbers look bad. And it what surprises me the most is like, you. I could maybe expect this from other players, but everything that we've learned from who Deshaun Watson is and his personality, this is the last thing I would have ever expected from him. Um, he was the guy who was a rookie donating his paycheck. Uh, if you guys remember, um, to like the staff of the team and yeah. stuff. And so this is like completely out of left field for me and from my perspective of what I thought Deshaun Watson was as a person. Um, yeah, it's it's unfortunately devastating, but more numbers seem to indicate that it may not be a lie. And that's um, that's sad to hear. Bruh, that's all I've got to say. Bruh. The crazy thing is, this is exactly the thing that would have happened to Washington. Like imagine a week or two weeks before they, this all came out, they made a huge trade for him. And then that came out. I could just like see that unfolding and thank God it didn't. Um, but let's I'll hope. The, I'll take, I'll take Dwayne Haskins going to a strip club during COVID over this. <laughs> this yeah, terrible. this is bad. Um, this one is, is stupidity and one is just complete arrogance and neglect. Right. Yeah. Like, so that's wild. Um, We're going to see what happens to his career. One more free agent signing I wanted to mention because yep. it made uh, NFL history. Um, former offensive tackle for Washington Redskins, um, Trent Williams, right? Woo! Huge Trent deal. Six-year, $138 million, the biggest offense alignment deal in history. Um, for me, when I saw that, I was obviously really happy for him, but it supported and substantiated my belief that Bruce Allen screwed Washington yes. even more. Yes while he was here. We had the best yes. offense alignment in history and you let him go. You soured that relationship. Yes. He went on and proved it at another place and made history by making, making all that money. I'm happy for him. I'm sad for us. And I'm so happy Bruce Allen is gone. 
I always thought until the last couple of years that Trent Williams was going to be the Chris Samuels retire as a Washington person. And now I'm mad as fuck at Bruce Allen, but good for Trent. He deserves it because he was, he was the best tackle forever. And he still mm-hmm. is right at 30 something. So good for him. He's honestly, he's better strength. than Chris Samuels and Chris Samuels oh, he is was. loved he is. here. He is. Yeah. he is. I'm just saying from the standpoint of ending your starting and ending your career. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with the fact that, you know, go chase your money. I also agree with the fact that Trent was better than Chris Samuels. Where I have my issue is he's not going to see every penny of this contract. This is a fake contract. Is it? There's a lot of guarantees. He's 32 years old signing a six-year contract. He's not going to see all of it. Flat out. Like you're not, you're not an offensive tackle that's going to last in the league playing at the level of skill that he does playing to 38. That's not happening. It's very rare that you see an offensive tackle play that long and receive that kind of money for that long. So I was just about to say, there are some tackles. I, I think you're right. I mean, there's rarely players that can get to that age and still play. And he probably won't be playing at this level by that age. Exactly. Um, but there are players that do it, right? So the, right off the bat, Andrew Whitworth, um, a guy who was on another team for the majority of his career, he's a tackle that plays for the Rams. He's 39, and he's coming back for another year. Um, he spent the most of his career in Cincinnati, where his yeah. career was essentially irrelevant. Um, I could see Trent being one of these guys that gets to 38, 39. Also, I know that. He I, I, no, no. Let, let me correct myself. Let me correct myself. Maybe I'm, I'm saying it wrong. I definitely think Trent has the capability of playing for that long. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. I don't think that he will see every single year and penny from this contract. That's fair. Yeah. I feel like at some point the 49ers will have an out clause that will allow them to exit the contract and not even have the ability to sign somewhere else for a much lower rate. So reason why I say this is historically Trent has never been a healthy guy, right? We have some great tackles out there still probably at a less level than Trent, but the fact that they can stay fully healthy, by the way, I'm just fully hating right now, but I definitely think that Trent is one of the best offensive tackles in the game. I'm yeah. just stating that he's never been that guy to be fully healthy. He's not going to see every penny in this contract. I agree he hasn't been fully healthy, but he actually plays injured all the time. Like there's every week when he was here, he was hurt, but he would tough it out for the team. Um, so sure, he may not be healthy all the time, but I feel like he's going to play all the time because that's what he did here. But obviously he's getting older. I know that he had his whole cancer scare, but he also had a year off, a year and a half off. Which will help him. That's right. gonna help all of his whole body. I'm no, but like he, he still didn't. Okay, he had a whole year off. He mm-hmm. still didn't play all sixteen games this year. Uh, yeah, he might not have. They 14. also don't need an out clause, right? So of the big one thirty-eight million number, fifty-five of it's guaranteed. Yep. So in reality, in three years they can cut him. They'll have twelve million dead in cap, which is still high amount. If they want to keep him one more year, the next year there's only six million dead in cap. The final year, there's no dead cap money. So they could just flat out cut him with no repercussions his final year. So it's more like a five-year deal. It could be a four-year deal. And his last his last year is his 
thirty million dollars is sitting. In the so they probably won't want to pay that. Yeah, in twenty twenty six, he'll be making the most base salary of the six years, but there's no dead cap penalty for the team to cut him, so they'll probably cut him. But he knows that, like he's making a lot of money early on as well. Uh, Fifty five million guaranteed is a great money. Uh, he is made, has a career earnings of one hundred eight million dollars. That's my dog. I'm happy for Trent. I'm sad. No, I'm, I'm very like I, I I know how bad it sounded me trying to say all that stuff, but like I definitely do like Trent. I'm glad that he's somewhere where he can be successful. And just at the end Trent, of the day, like we dick Trent over. It wasn't the other way around. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't get mad at him for doing what he had to do. That was you play on the man's life at that point, right? Right. So it is what it is. Um, but yeah. Uh, any other signings we want to talk about? Um, I thought Denver capitalized really well. So they signed Darby, who was a Washington football team player last year. Then Kyle Fuller from the yeah. Bears suddenly got released, and they immediately signed him. Um, so they just got their top two corners out of nowhere in a blink of an eye. They um, franchise tagged their safety, Justin Simmons, but then a week later they signed him to a big deal. So they just completely revamped their secondary. I thought Darby was a good signing. I liked him here. I'm happy we got William Jackson. I think he's a better corner than Darby. We're paying more for him, but I think he's a borderline number one corner, but we're paying him corner number two money. Um, and they have Von Miller coming back. There's Von Miller's coming back. They don't have a quarterback. That's literally the only thing holding him back. Um, they let Philip Lindsay go, which I thought was interesting. I like Philip Lindsay more than Gordon, um, but they obviously signed Gordon to big money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe Drew Locke can figure it out this year. He's only been playing for two years. It's not the end of the world. He had a couple of good games. I mean, he's he's all right. Um, we haven't talked about Curtis Samuel, JK. I am 50-50 on that signing, to be completely honest. Well, I we like needed a receiver. Who else would you have rather had? No, I, I just I lo- there's no one else that I'd rather have on the market right now. There's nobody so he'd rather let me, have. Let me clear. Let me be clear. I don't think that they are done with their getting weapons. Right, okay. I well, like. Just saying I, otherwise. Okay, like I like getting a, a person and getting a body, but Curtis Samuel, in my opinion, is just a guy. Okay. He's shown me nothing that he can be a Terry McLaurin, right? He's not shown me anything where like this guy has to put fear in the other team, right? He's okay. just a normal guy, and for me, that's like okay, cool. Like maybe he can develop into something, right? But at the same time, I think that this team needs a second good guy, right? You look at the Cowboys. They have Cooper. Okay, guess what? They got Lamb on the other side as well. They got Michael Gallup, who's been – this guy's, to me, Curtis Samuel's nothing more than a Michael Gallup. Doesn't scare me, but he can be effective when needed. So – I, I think I agree with you, actually. I wanted Kenny Galladay because I think he's a true number one. Curtis Samuel, most likely in our offense, will be a number two, which makes Terry still the number one. Um, the thing I like about Curtis Samuel, he's 24, right? Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, they're both 27. So they're older. They're still in their primes. But Curtis Samuel's a bit younger. What I also like about Curtis Samuel, and I didn't watch any Carolina Panthers game, so I only know this by looking at his stats, he rushed the ball 40 times. 
for a receiver to rush the ball 40 times. And they weren't just jet sweeps. Like they actually put him back there at running back. Cause obviously Christian McCaffrey was out all year and they made him run the ball. You don't make a player play running back unless he's an athlete. Um, well, that's what he did at Ohio state. Right. Yeah, yeah. And again, they put him back there because he's an athlete. And I like that about him. He's, he's going to provide something that Steven Sims should have provided to this team last year. And Steven Sims fell on his face. He has an athleticism that we're going to be able to hopefully utilize to our advantage. And he's young. I like that he's young. Um, but yeah, I wanted a bigger signing. Kenny Galladay got the money he got, and I'm glad we didn't sign him for that kind of money. Um, but I don't, I don't mind the signing. I like it. I, I think it hopefully my, it works. My biggest fear is that he's wearing number 10 and he ends up being Paul Richardson. And that was like, that's my fear. He's like that same type of player. But he's this guy's proven like he was a no, second yeah, round I pick. Know. I know, I, I know, I know what you're saying. I'm just like, I'm worried about that number ten because number ten was also Devin, Devin, Devin Thomas, and there's a bunch of guys that were like number ten and they didn't pan out. So I'm scared of that number ten. Wait, wasn't Archie three number ten? There's been a few number tens. Oh, um, dude, I'm scared of the number. That's what I'm scared of. I'm scared of the guy. I'm scared of the number. He's the um, guy to turn it around. Hopefully, personally, I'm. I'm in favor of – I know we have our holes everywhere on the team, but I think with that number 19 pick, we have to go an offensive weapon. You think so? Yeah, I think if you have one of those big wide receiver names that are still there, you go with one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Or if you can make a trade and move up to get Kyle Pitts if he falls down to like 12 or something, mm-hmm. go for that. I want yeah, a lineman, okay. dude. I, I want a lineman. I need I really we need a lineman. I, I need to plug that hole. Like whoever the quarterback is coming in next year, you gotta plug that hole. Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't get sacked. He he doesn't get hit. Like he people are scared to hit him. But after he retires, what are we gonna do? I, I need a lineman. I feel like you can always get talent later, like Terry. You can get talent later, like um, what's his face? The running back I'm blanking on right now, you know. I feel like you can always get, get that him? talent later. Yeah. I, I, you need an offensive lineman to come in there, plug that hole, I, in my opinion. But it's also how the draft shakes out. I haven't looked enough to tell you. Um, All I know is the Cowboys are going to go defense. Oh, they have to. That's, oh, they I have mean, to. you you and I have the exact opposite needs, right? Our offensive stack, our defense sucks. Yeah. You guys need the exact opposite. If, Together, if, we can make a great team. I'd rather <laughs> just lose than do that. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Uh, the If the Cowboys get another wide receiver – That'd be hilarious. We'll get him and we'll trade him to you for uh, some defensive presence. <laughs> I thought you guys had to re-sign. Um, who's number ten on your team? The receiver. I guess. Um, hold on, I just had it up. So go back to the Cowboys. Why am I drawing a blank? You obviously have Amari. You obviously have your boy from last year. Gallup. Yeah, Gallup. Is he not? Is he still under contract? I believe so. Uh, I think he has one more year. He had one Madden, more. Yeah. Damn. In Madden, I think he he's very good. underrated, and he plays yeah. really well. He is. He so he got exposed, right? Like he he had a solid year when he when we had Doc and when we had the other two guys spread out, right? He's he's a good slot receiver, but he's as good as the quarterback is because as soon as Andy Dalton and them came in, it's like he fell off the radar. Him and C.D. Lamb, right? They were both having some solid games in the first four or five weeks. But I think he's a, he's a, he's a great receiver. He's a good, solid slot receiver. And he's the guy that you want 
to be off the ball, right? This is like mm-hmm. Atlanta when you had Julio, right? Everyone was keying Julio, and then on the other side of the ball, you got them going off. Right. Um, same situation, but I like him, and I think that's that low-key guy we need to keep. Yeah, he is entering his final year of his contract. He's making good money. So every year he's been making sub 500000 Now he's making two point four this final year. Um, no, he's earned it. I mean, he's, he's, he's definitely done what needs to be done from that side of the ball. So Yeah. Okay, so next year, Washington will grab him. <laughs> um, all right. Any other big free agent NFL news? For the most part, it's done. Um, there's a few names that are still floating out there. Melvin Ingram, the veteran edge rusher. Alejandro Villanueva, the offensive tackle from the Steelers, is unsigned. Davion Clowney, big free agent last year. Um, no one signed him, surprisingly, but obviously he's going through injuries. Kevin King's a corner. Some people um, are high on. Um, but yeah, I think for the most part, literally, it was a crazy week last week. There were so many signings. Alden Smith, I don't know if Dallas is going to bring him back. Still got Richard Sherman floating out out there. Richard Sherman, the JK mentioned Ryan Kerrigan, um, former safety for the Cowboys, Xavier Woods, 25 years old. Um, just a few Hilton still available. Say who? T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton, Sue for the Buccaneers, if they want to bring him back. James Conner running back to the Steelers. You've got Antonio Sammy Watkins. You've got these aging veterans, right? You've got yeah. Leonard Fournette, James Conner, Mike Davis, Le'Veon, James White, Todd Gurley. There's a lot, a lot of people. I want Washington bring in one of these guys, one of these veteran guys as a body to see if they can keep him since they let go of Peyton Barber, right? So see if you one can guy, him. one guy, is there a guy out of those people that we just listed, uh, Pete, that you want your team to bring in? Uh, well, we're talking about defense, right? Like I think on the defensive end, um, let's see, what were the guys you just, I'm surprised uh, you're not re-signing Xavier Woods and obviously there's still time. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, obviously I think, I think we still, uh, I think we needed some corners. We needed the line. Um, so obviously we did that signing. So I think there's, you just named what it was, Dory Jackson, Darius Willis. Uh, I think we still need a corner, man. Yeah. I, I think everyone that's unsigned now, it's a big name isn't getting signed until after the draft. They're going to hold out. Why not hold out? So, like, when a team doesn't get who they want, I'm worth more now, right? Some of these teams still think they can get some in the draft. But some of these players are starters. Like, Adoree Jackson literally got signed today, right? Um, yeah. And, like, that was a smart by the Giants, not waiting for after the draft. That guy's a starter. There's sure. a guy on this list that I haven't mentioned yet that I'm praying Washington signs. Um, but before I say him, JK, any name signs uh, stick out for you that you think Washington would benefit? I mean, personally, if I was them, I'd get one of the veteran wide receivers. I don't think that you get him at, in a sense of like, kind of like Sammy Watkins, right? He's 27 years old. He's not done anything crazy in the league, mm-hmm. but he knows what he's doing. He knows his place, mm-hmm. right? So I think you could get someone like him to compliment Curtis Samuel and Terry, and then I think you're set at wide receiver. And he's six four. Everyone's yeah. small. Everyone's yeah. small. Isn't Sammy so, Watkins a guy who was like contemplating like yes. whether he still wanted to play and yes. stuff? Yes. Even though he was on a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Yep. So like if you're on a Super Bowl contender and you're relevant and you really don't feel like playing, if you come to Washington and you realize how irrelevant but, you are, no, no, but like, I'm not I'm not saying bring him in as like a high praise person, you know, like yeah. Just like 
obviously you can definitely use his invest everything into wide receiver right now, right? Like mm-hmm. you're gonna have to pay Terry when his contract gets up, mm-hmm. right? So, like I personally, I would bring him in as like that veteran to come in and kind of lead these younger guys. He's been on two teams already. He's been on a Super Bowl winning team. Check him out. See what you can get with him. And I think the context around him wanting to retire was after they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I believe it was afterwards. And he was just like, I've done what I wanted in my career situation. I feel like yeah. that's what it was. I don't, I don't feel like it was very serious in my opinion. What about Richard Sherman? Uh, Pete, you guys need help at corner. He's obviously was a superstar veteran. Um, I think he's falling off, but perhaps he still has a year left in him. Potentially. I mean, yeah, I guess he does got a year. Um, I think some of the other movements I saw or have been kind of hearing about is, you know, the Cowboys trying to pick up some guys that are cheap. Mm-hmm. So I think there's some guys that are coming off injury where uh, it's like Demonte Kazi and uh, Malik Cooker, right? So these guys, they might be able to yeah. scoop them up for cheap. Um, and I think that's the route they're going to try to go because I don't think they're trying to, I don't think they're going to want to be willing to pay much or be open to uh, doing trades to get any of these other guys anyway. So I think they're going to try to go down that, that route and see what they can salvage. So that's the name that I was holding in my back pocket to mention. The former first-round pick, Malik Hooker. Yeah. If you guys remember – no, Ohio State. Oh, you're right. And, and Ohio State. actually really funny, Arash, because I had that name on my list. I love it. I just I decided to go against it because of the emergence of Cameron Curl. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the yeah. That's all. That's a good point. We have a surplus of safeties now because Landon is a guy that's being paid that we might not even start, but we kind of need a free safety. And Malik Hooker played free safety for the Colts. The thing is, he's barely played for the Colts in four seasons. Yeah, right. He's been so injury prone. The poor guy tore his Achilles in September and missed his entire last season. So in his rookie season, right, he tore his ACL and his MCL, and then he tore his meniscus, and then he tore his Achilles, which mm-hmm. is terrible. Dude, such but bad luck. This guy is worse than you. Good, but it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's what? His knees are worse than Gogia's. Oh yeah, which is saying a lot. Um, but dude, he's got talent. Honestly. Similar to what the Cowboys did when they drafted uh, Jalen Smith, the middle linebacker, right after a huge injury. Now they're reaping the benefits because that dude's a monster at linebacker. And it took like one year of him being on the sideline. I think someone's about to grab a 24-year-old safety who was a first-round pick. And if he stays healthy, you got to stud. If he doesn't stay healthy, then you cut him. Um, I think it's worth the risk. He can play free safety. He's 24 years old. He's young. Um I want Washington to go get him out of all the people that are still out there. Um, we need help at other positions much more than safety, but we really don't have a free safety option at the moment. Malik hooker could be that guy. Colts declined his fifth year option, obviously given all the injuries we just discussed, but he was, he was a first round pick not too long ago. He was a stud at Ohio state. I was going to say with the Richard Sherman talk, he needs to do the um, Woodson move and move to safety to he could. Richard Sherman won't take a pay cut, though. Yeah. So that may rule him out for Dallas, right? With as much money as they have been spending on their superstars, there might not be money. Yeah, they're not willing to pay for him. Like like I said, the I, you know, that, the Malik Hooker is one, but I think the, the second one I mentioned, uh, Demonte Kazi. So he's got ties with uh, Dan Quinn, where he coached for four years. So they, they probably might go down that route. Obviously, avoid the injury plays. Mm-hmm. We already yeah, Atlanta's, with Atlanta's, that. Yeah, Atlanta's losing both their safeties, right? Ricardo Allen is their strong safety. 
you guys might be okay at strong safety, but he's also leaving Atlanta and not being re-signed. Um, so two former safeties that Dan Quinn coached in Atlanta, he could bring one of them to Dallas. I mean, you hit the nail on the head, right? They're not going to pay. They're not, uh, we already saw what they went through, and they're not going to pay. And Richard Sherman's not going to go for cheap either. So Right. He needs to move to safety. That's how you make your career last. I mean, yeah. he's a smart corner, so not a dumb corner. So, I mean, you should, that should be an easy move. Yep. Easy-ish move. Awesome. Well, that's free agency. It's basically wrapped up except for, you know, these small names here or there. Um, NFL draft five weeks away. Let's start um, thinking about that. I think we need to go. I think we need to start thinking about that. That's going to be a fun episode. It was fun last year and it'll be fun again this year. We absolutely. can switch it up this year. We can do, we, we can do it a different way. We can all collectively pick the pick or something. I don't know. We'll yeah, I got a little hard when uh, my, my draft board was getting erased by you guys and I'm like on the clock. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, we can maybe collectively talk about the picks in a few episodes. Rosh over here has got like a second hidden camera behind me. He's like, all right, that's on his board. I'm taking them. <laughs> all righty.